Welcome to Garden Thoughts. On this podcast, I talk about different ideas, concepts, and perspectives. I want to explore the brain in different ways and tap into the untapped areas of the mind. Invest in yourselves and think on your own. Have some fun and enjoy. Welcome back to, uh, what is this called again? Garden Thoughts. Here we go. Cut. Welcome back to Garden Thoughts. Um, on this episode, um, just for anybody listening um, who's you know not a frequent listener, um, and maybe this is your first one um, podcast that you're listening to, uh, basically what I'm trying to do is just think about the overall big ideas, the overarching uh, goals, um, you know, different ways to go about life and, you know, what is the best way to go about life. And so um, I like to think about um, the bigger questions, the um, tends to be more deep questions, um, somewhat personal sometimes. Um, but I really want to get down to the foundation of what is our why and, you know, why do we do what we do? And I think it's really fascinating um, if you talk about and think about that subject. So on this podcast, on this episode here, um, I'm happily joined by Marcus Krupke. Uh Marcus is a great friend. Uh, first off, I just want to say for you, like what I've picked up on yourself, um, I think you're really, um, you know, you, you do things the right way. And I think uh, you're, you're really inclusive in the way that you go about things. Um, and I've just picked that up from playing baseball and things like that. And I think it's really valuable to, to have someone like that, um, to know someone like that, because when someone's, you know, with, you know, playing comfortable or like performing comfortably, like being comfortable is really powerful because it, it enables you to go about life a certain way. But I just love um, thing about Marcus there. But if you could, for the listeners, just, uh, you know, list off a little bit of background information on you just so they have some context. Uh, maybe, you know, a little bit about your past, maybe what you're pursuing, what you're doing right now, just so they have a little bit of context on that. Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, my name is Marcus Krupke. I, um, like Colby said, we're good friends. And um, I'm actually attending Bethel University right now. I'm a sophomore, um, which is weird to say. It feels like I was a senior like yesterday. I was in your spot, you know, just yesterday. But um, yeah, so I'm I'm a sophomore at Bethel and I... Uh, studying um, pre-chiropractic. Um, so plan on going to grad school after after um, undergrad and mm-hmm. getting, uh, getting my chiropractic degree. But um, yeah, I play baseball at Bethel um, and that's kind of where we know each other from and yeah. getting, to know, getting to know each other through that. And, you know, with your, my brother right. knowing you pretty well. But um, yeah, I, uh, I love the outdoors. Um, I'm a very avid hunter. Yeah. I, I don't know if you knew that, but yeah, I do we, know yeah, that. I mean, yeah, we, when I'm over, I'm seeing all oh the things gosh, on the walls ducks and deer and, and everything. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. Um, so yeah, avid hunter. Um, I absolutely enjoy the outdoors and that's why I think I love this, like love sports so much. Um, is just being outside and enjoying that. And, um, yeah, I kind of want to dive into that. Be, no, that. That is something that, that um, really, what you just said, and you can go on as we progress throughout this thing, but what you just said really, um, fascinated my, you know, my thinking yeah. there because, um, again, this podcast, it's, it's unscripted. We just kind of get a couple bullet points we kind of pivot from and that's about it. And we just have a conversation. So I think it's really cool. Um, my, my brain is just spinning right now, but, um, let's just tap into baseball and we'll kind of go about from there. But on baseball, you know, cause you just, you know, you're an act or a hunter and you like the outdoors, um, baseball being outdoors and having that type of environment, like, 
how do you, so on baseball side of things, like how do you view the game that way? Like what are, what are the emotions you feel or what's, what, how do you go about it? You know, honestly, I, I think, um, coach Robbie is our head coach. Um, coach, you know, coach Robbie played in the, played in the bigs. He played with the twins, um, played in the minors for a long time and he knows what he's talking about. And so he, he had a good point this year, especially with, you know, with the, the COVID outbreak and everything in our season getting cut short. We only played eight games and he said, you know, he said two really big things. He said, you know, if this is the worst thing that happens in your life, he said, you're going to have a pretty damn good life. That's yeah. like, that's his word for word. That's what he said. You know, he's just like this, if this is the worst thing that's going to happen in your life, if your season's going to get cut short, he goes, you know, there you you have a lot of lot to look forward to because if this is the worst thing you're you're going to be set in life. And then he also said, you know, um, this baseball is so baseball is so close to what life is like because you can mess up nine or you can mess up seven times out of ten and still be in the Hall of Fame. Isn't that nuts? It's just he's like he's like he goes. You know, you can you can do everything right. He said, you can, you know, you can pay your bills. You can, you know, buy a car. You can do this. But yet your girlfriend leaves you. He's like, literally, you can do everything right. But you still fail seven out of ten times. Yeah. And he's like, you know, it's just it that really clicked with me. And that's why I think, you know, being being a part of baseball and having that, you know, like nature entwined to it and having, you know, the, the feet of fail, failure and everything, mm-hmm. all of this is mixed together. And it's like. You know, it's it's wild and dude, that was dynamite because there, there's so many things and starting off, you know, it's all about perspective. Absolutely, and I think Absolutely. I think uh, your your coach is 100 percent right. I mean, if this is truly the worst <laughs> thing, like, dude, our life's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Like, it's gonna be crazy. But I think you know, perspective is you know, I'm I'm kind of interested in that realm because the way I look at it, like, the more perspectives one's one can like create one can Mm -hmm. have like I think the greater that person will become you know with either if they want to focus on success if they want to focus on themselves whatever it may be what they're trying to go after I think by creating a a greater horizon of perspectives ultimately that person sets them up for a better you know opportunities in the future absolutely and it's like you know when you think of any argument or you think of any um you know conflict it's always people missing each other's perspective. When you think about that, it, it, in a grand scheme, when you take conflict, it's people missing perspectives. Mm-hmm. You know, you can take that on someone that, you know, like, for example, you take someone that doesn't like baseball. They don't see it from my perspective. They don't see, you know, why I like it so much. They just see, what well, you know, oh, it's boring, it's right. long, or it's like, you know, um, I just think it's such, it's literally just missing perspectives. And it's like each person could have a different sp- perspective but you truly never know what they're seeing until you, you know, step into their shoes. And yeah. you like, it's just perspective is really big. And I think, like you said, when you, you know, broaden your horizons and see all of these different perspectives and you kind of like start to think in their shoes mm-hmm. or, you know, think, you know, fill their shoes right. with your, with your own brain. It's like, it's totally different when mm-hmm. you start to see these different things. And it's like, dude, it's, it's crazy. And the one thing I like to talk about too is like, you know, think about this water bottle right here, right? And, and I just want to focus on perspective here because, right, so like this, we're both looking at a water bottle here, but like I'm looking at a different water bottle than you are. Like mm-hmm. I'm seeing it completely different than you are, but like we'll, we won't know 
each other, but we can try to understand each other, how we view it. Yeah. And it's, I, I, well, the thing that I always think about perspectives is like, you know, if I give my girlfriend a compliment mm-hmm. and I say, you look absolutely stunning, mm-hmm. she can say, no, I don't. But it's like, she doesn't see from my perspective. And it's 100%. just like, like you're saying with the water bottle, right? Like I could say, you know, I could say all of these different things, but you yeah. have no idea what I'm seeing and I have no idea what you're seeing. Right. But we can try and fill each other in. And it's like that, yeah. that's where you meet for conflict and stuff. And I just, yeah, I hey, absolutely dude, love. We could even bring it back to before we started the podcast and talk yeah. about flipping one man's trash is another man's gold. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. Like people, you know, talking about the grill that you got, like yeah. someone thought that this was a piece of junk and then, yeah. and then you fix it up. You put some TLC into it and it's like, boom, like it's, there it is. Yeah. And it's like, I could, I could turn around and, you know, yeah, it's totally, totally again with perspective. Like this person could say like, oh, it's broken and not put that five minutes that it needed. Mm-hmm. And it's like, now I'm, I'm prospering because this person couldn't just put that five minutes in. And it's like their perspective of, yeah, yeah. it's just, it's crazy Dude, for yourself, you know, has, has, or hat or let me back up when you've gone throughout your life. Right. And you've been transitioning into different steps um, you, you, you're, you're basically creating your identity, you know, you can go about any which way you want, um, maybe sure. baseball, maybe, um, just life in general, but what, you know, have you had a, um, you know, different perspectives throughout your life or like, have you had a realization of, oh, I thought about this the wrong way and I should really go about it like this? Oh, absolutely. I, I can even think, you know, I think that every day I am finding myself in a new perspective because you never in my mind, you never go through an entire day without having some kind of influence and influence changes your perspective. You know, I could say, for example, I went on Twitter today and they, they have this, they have this video of mm-hmm. the ocean and people cleaning the ocean during, you know, this outbreak and people are out cleaning. And it's like, I have a totally new perspective already on that. And I'm learning each time you learn something new, you have a new perspective, right? You know, you're, you're learning something about, like I said, the ocean or like you're learning something about, um, you know, like in Venice, like all oh, the water is so clean now that people can see fish. Swimming. Like I'm learning all these things and it's like, I have a new perspective on the world. Right. You know, like you see all these good things and all these bad things through social media. And it's like, I, my perspective is totally, is getting changed every single day. But I think, you know, when you think of like this massive perspective change, I honestly would go back to, um, I would say probably this, this winter, I had a big perspective change where I was kind of being lackadaisical in classes and I kind of was not, you know, not the best student in a sense. And my dad kind of, you know, kicked me in the butt and was like, Mm -hmm. get going, you know, change your mindset. He goes, you know, I, and it kind of clicked for me. I was like, I'm totally living, not living the wrong life, but I'm totally living in like a daze right now. You know, mm-hmm. you can, t- you know what I'm talking about when you're yeah, like living in a it's daze. It's almost like a disease. And like, yeah. even if you see other people like that, like for me, at least like, it's like, get me away from them. Cause like Absolutely, it's super yeah. contagious. And once you have it, it's, it's hard to break out of that mold. Yeah. And so he was just saying, you know, you got to get out of this daze. You got, and I was like, I, one night I was literally just sitting there and it was just like, it flipped. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy cow. I have literally just been behind this, you know, one way glass Yeah, this entire time. And I went back and I, you know, got all my studies done and I, you know, and I got all my grades up and it was like, it sometimes that, that that's right there. My per- perspective changed. You right. Know? And it's like, I think if I think back to my, like, you know, like I said, it's changing every day. But if I think to that big perspective change, it was that, that moment where 
my dad's always good about kicking me in the butt and being like, <laughs> you need to get, you're like, you know, you need to yeah. find a new perspective. So my dad's big. But, on, but you need someone that. like that. I think you need to have someone in your corner that you, I think the way you go about it, I think is where you have someone in your corner that's, you know, always building you up, right. Always creating that, you know, self-confidence, like making you feel substantial, making you feel like you're important, like you're worth it. But you also have on the other side of the spectrum, you have to have someone who's going to kind of be nudging heads with you and just pushing you along because, and I think, you know, traditionally that's always been someone older than you, someone wiser than you because they've gone through your transitions. They've gone through different experiences that you yourself yet haven't experienced and they're trying to help you along the way. And when they help you along the way, I think the advice they give is mostly the things that they didn't do or the things yeah. that they didn't focus on. Absolutely. And it's that, that like tough love, you know, mm-hmm. um, they say that, you know, you have to have someone with tough love in your life. And right. I actually, frankly, have a lot of those people. And that's why I think that's how kind of, I kind of portray myself, I guess, mm-hmm. to other people is that kind of like, you know, I'll kick you in the butt and tell you to get going because, um, I want the best for every single person. Yeah. And it might not always seem like that. You know, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, those people yeah. that you kind of see and you're like, oh, I feel like this person hates me. And it's like, right. I personally strive to make everyone better. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I try and find a, a different way to do that every day. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know, whether that's a compliment or whether that's just a small, like, hey, how are you doing? You know, right. Um, smiling at everyone down the hallway. That's a big thing I do at school is just yeah. like, um, instead of like, sitting on my phone texting and it's like literally I challenge someone to just just look at people that that one smile can totally change someone's day and it's like that that is something that like I've tried to do and tried to implement and it's like you know there's a lot of things that college has taught me and like I've implemented and it's because you have a lot of time to think in college you know what I mean you do yeah and we'll dive into that here yeah um but Dude, I first want, also want to say, like, I feel like we're really like-minded in just by the quick conversation yeah. that we're even having right now. Because yeah. I don't, we've never had a conversation like this. Like, no. And I don't think you get a lot of conversations like this with a lot of people, even your mm-hmm. closest friends, because it's always kind of that surface level, just like, hey, what's going on? Let's like kind of mess around or whatever mm-hmm. it may be. Yeah. But I think you know, there's a lot of importance in having, and you don't have to have this all the time because it's, it's demanding and it's tasking mm-hmm. on the, your, your mind and thinking and brain and all that. But I think it's important to have, you know, different scenarios and situations like this, just to have the realization of, you know, it, what am I doing? Is it worth my time? And it's basically yes. looking at, you know, looking at your goals and looking at different things and be like, am I checking these off? And it's kind of like, yeah. all right, if I'm not, I need to get back on it. If I am, let's keep progressing. But yeah. I just, I think it's, you know, it's awesome. Yeah. So. And uh, kind of going off of what you're saying is, you know, with these like intention, I call them intentional conversations, you know, mm-hmm. not just a, how are you doing? It's how are you really doing? Right. You know, um, I find myself doing it all the time. You know, when someone in the hallway is, Hey, how are you doing? Good. It's like, it's that's it's, not that's not that's not being that's very surface level that's crazy and, too because like you even know what they're going to say before you when you ask them. absolutely and it, no one's going to say no one that in my mind if if you and i didn't know each other and i said hey how are you doing you're not going to say that ah, you know what actually i'm having a really crap you know right it, you're very surface level with people you don't know that's just mm-hmm. how it is and it's just you know you feel in, in my mind, if you came up and I was really having a really crappy day and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm really having a crappy day, Colby, mm-hmm. you know, 
I feel that, you know, a lot of people would be like, I would feel bad because I'm putting my burden on you. Right. You know, and it's like, I think um, having those intentional conversations is, is very important. And I think you need to kind of find someone to do that with, you know, mm-hmm. because um, like you said, it's very, it is very tasking and it's very um, hard sometimes to be like, uh, let me let me tell you from experience. I've, yeah. done, I've done a couple of these episodes. I'm just gonna tell you right now. When we're done with this one, you're gonna be mentally drained. Yeah, yeah. like it's it's crazy, but Absolutely. but it's it's really important. And uh, you know, just having conversations like this is just gonna again, it's gonna make you have a realization of like, whoa, like I need to either get my act together or yeah. like I'm doing good. And it, I think it's just valuable to have the one on one. But also with this, you know. I want to just focus on that surface level, almost, um, we'll call it small talk, right? Yep. Small talk. Yeah. And so, you know, I just had a conversation with a buddy last night over fire about small talk in, um, specific, but you know, like I'm going to ask you the question. I just want to hear your, your, your response or how you go about it. But you know, like what's the point of small talk? Yeah. Like, is there a point, is there a value to that? Or how do you, how do you view that? You know, I, Personally, I personally think that there is a value to small talk because for me, it's, you know, when you're meeting, especially for, for example, college, let's say college, my first two days of college, I met, I kid you not, probably 300 people mm-hmm. and you don't, you just recognize faces. You don't know names right. and the people that, you know, are like, oh, dang, this girl's kind of cute. You, you remember her name or yeah, like, you sure. know, but you you're like swirling all of these different things and you want to meet so many new people. And that's why I think small talk can be so good is yes, you need those intentional conversations, but it is also very important to have those quick conversations of like, you know, Hey, my name is Marcus. Um, you know, like, elevator you'll, speech. You'll, yeah, the ele- like you say, yeah, elevator speeches. <laughs> I, I can't tell you how many times you have to do that in college. Yeah. I just gonna let you know right away. But yeah, it's like you, you quickly meet this person. And you're just like, this is my life in four seconds. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what I'm studying. This is my name. This is where I'm from. Right. That like when in the grand scheme of things, that is your life in four seconds. You know what I mean? Right. And so it's like that. I think small talk is very important for a first impression, but to, you know, move on in your relationship with yep. that person, that's the intentional talk. So I think it's a building block into the intentional talking. I, fr- I think I think that's I, my, I fr- my point of view. I freaking love that. Dude. Yeah, I, I love that because I'll, I'll kind of give my little little piece to that and it'll follow pretty seamlessly. But the way I view it is basically and we can talk think about communication as a whole, right? So think about you and me. So we, we're both talking about the same things. And we can talk about many different things. And we can we can have, almost have debates about different things because we have two different perspectives, right? Mm-hmm. We, we, all, yes. we each have our own values, beliefs, systems, the way that we think we should go about a certain task. And because we're having two different views, the way I look at small talk is that it's basically, it's basically a little bridge that connects our two viewpoints together. Mm-hmm. So it has that little, you know, little connection point. And off that connection point, you kind of build a little bit. You you you, you make that little. You, you put some dirt on the dirt path. Then you, you you stone it, and now it's solidified. And we're now that's how you create relationships. Yeah. And then with that, with you have the intentional talks, and you have more deliberately of what you're trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I think it just kind of blossoms from that little stem. And that's why I think small talk is important. But I don't think having you know there's I think there's a difference within small talk of 
you know, there, there's good small talk and there's bad small talk because yeah. a lot of people, I mean, they're even adults will just kind of talk to talk. It short end you. Yeah. Right. And they just, they just want to talk basically. Mm-hmm. But I think with small, good small talk is just talking, but you're, you're trying to get something out of it. And yeah. you're, you're trying, even if it's just a little, like little piece of like golden nugget that yeah, you kind of like get from the those person, stones, you know, like, exactly. Yeah. You're yeah. just building upon that. And I think it's, I think it's important to initially just have little, little specs, little connection points between two people. And then those kind of solidify as you keep, you know, adding more yeah. blocks and you keep progressing through it. Yeah, absolutely. Cause there's, there is like, it sounds weird, but there is a breaking point between small talk and intentional talk. Mm-hmm. Cause once you start in my mind, once you start sharing something that, you know, when you start small talk, this person, like let's say you and I don't even know each other. When we start small talk, everything I give you is going to be brand new information. But then once you give them something that you might have not have told your friend or something, you know, you know what I mean? Right. It's like that, that little, like you like kind of push them over the edge of yep. like, Hey, this is actually what my life is like. Mm-hmm. Then you're already in intentional talking, right? You know, you're kind of diving off the deep end and you're like, this is, this is something you probably have no idea about me. Yeah. You know, I and think you have to, sorry to cut you no, off there. I just ahead. want to add, but I think you, you got to build up your EQ and basically your emotional yeah, intelligence yep. or your EI. Is that what it is? Oh, or it's EQ. EQ. Yeah. Okay. It's both. EQ. Yeah. But I think it's really important to have that because you can, you can learn a lot by have, by building that up, right? It's like a muscle. Like you got to yep. keep putting in reps and kind of understand the dynamic of it. Like you could say the same word or same phrase 12 different ways, the same yeah. thing, but it means 12 different things. things. Yeah. Yeah. And we talk, we have a class at Bethel that you're required to take as a freshman and it like literally covers a full week on emotional intelligence. And they say, it's just so important. If you want to create a relationship, you have to have emotional intelligence. It's everything. Yeah. And like, even when we think about now, like we're, we're all digital on zoom. Yeah. And I think that's hard because it's people hard, are yeah. used to that human connection and now we're kind of being stripped away from it. And I think, um, I'm a big person. Um, I'm a big believer in face-to-face contact. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a very, very bad, like texter. It's so hard to judge. I just, I was like, I just, I don't know how you're feeling. I'm just, like, I, I say, sorry, like, sorry too way too much. And just, and they're like, I, I didn't mean it. And I was like, I, I don't know. I, I can't tell. But when I'm in person, I feel like I'm a very good like reader of like how, how people perceive that. And yeah. it's just because I feel like I've had so many conversations with uh, older adults and I've worked with younger people and I feel like I can read them um, very well. And that I feel like I have a high emotional intelligence because I've had ha- so many conversations, so many surface level conversations, so many different perspectives. So many, yeah. So many, like, so I yeah. feel that emotional intelligence is like a huge deal. And I, I kind of nerd out about that a little yeah, bit dude, because it's, it's very important to read people, you know? Yeah. And I'm, re- I'm really fascinated that I don't, I wish I knew more about it, but I, I just don't have um, the information right now. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's, it's super interesting to think about because I think it's one of those things like, it's not something like you're going to be taught in high school or no. like that, but it's like something you almost have to do on your own in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. And it's something that you have to, you know, dive kind of, kind of deep into. It's not something and you got to have the interest. Yeah. You, you, it's not something that you're just like, I also think it's not something that you just pick up Right. You know, just like, Hey, like, Hey, I'm going to pick up a hockey stick and start playing hockey. Like it's not something you do. You gotta, like you said, you have to put in the reps. You have to like, it sounds kind of weird, but you have to work on it. And it's like, 
So I think, yeah, it's something that you have to have conversations. Like I said, you have to have surface level conversations. You have to have, you know, intentional conversation. Yeah. It's that's how you build it. So, yeah, that's crazy. We kind of got neat there, but I freaking yeah. loved it. No, that was great. That was great. Yeah, I, I'm very passionate about that. We, it, the class that I took was, um, it was called introduction to well-being and we literally covered your physical, your mental, your spiritual. Was there any um, like things that popped out in that, that you were like, Oh, that's like, or something that was like, yeah. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Was, yeah. The emotional intelligence thing was huge for me that that's why I kind of nerd out about it. It's just okay. like, I totally connected to that. And I was just like, wow, like that totally makes so much sense to me. That's why I feel like I can read so many people is just because I think I have a high level of, emotional intelligence mm -hmm. and it's like you know that's something that i kind of pride myself on is being able to read people and be like you know that, that i honestly think that's why i have so many intentional conversations too um is just because i want to dive deeper in and like how are you actually doing right. you know? um i don't I think some people get freaked out by that oh absolutely yeah and that's why sometimes you know i misread them and i was like oh sorry i didn't, didn't mean to right. kind of poke you with that yeah but, um do you know what the enneagram is have you ever heard of the, the, Enne the Enneagram test? Enneagram? No, but okay. I'm super curious okay. now. What is so, that? I highly suggest, if you're listening, to go and look with, at the Enneagram test. And so it's, um, I wouldn't buy it. I wouldn't do anything like that. But you go on to Enneagram and it, it's like one through nine. And it's how your personality is. And so you'll have two traits. I'm a two wing one. So two is like the lovable, like a lover. Um, I'm constantly asking how other people are and not really so I'm a, I'm a, it's like a, i'm a caregiver i'm giving away everything i have for little in return is that the and, same thing as like a like a pleaser like trying to yeah okay yeah so um we do a, like i said we did it a lot in this class and I, another thing i had was woo so i like i like talking to people and i like interacting with them and that's me giving myself to others and that's that's where that number two comes in and then the wing one would be a perfectionist i'm also a very big perfectionist and it's like i will attest to that yeah i am i'm a very big perfectionist so I it's like that so it's like this this being a number two you know and it's like one through nine and you know i could go into each one but right. that take forever so it's like i i'm a caregiver i'm someone that gives myself away and doesn't ask for anything in return and that's just how i that's how i make myself happy i make other people's happy or i make other people's day and that right. you know whether it's a smile whether it's a hey how are you doing that deep conversation and it's like that builds me up you know mm -hmm. and where you know i think I, uh, I think it's number four is like more a reserved like uh let's talk about me kind of thing you know and th there are people like that that like need the attention and it's like so that's something that i really took away from that class like you were talking about is mm -hmm. um kind of how i am as a person and what like what i need yeah to go from day to day you know i don't yeah. need to always have people ask how I'm doing. I'd rather ask them, you know, that's, so that's right. something that I've took away from that class. It, I highly suggest looking up the Enneagram and it's kind of cool. You yeah. Can, you can look up different things about that on Instagram and stuff like that. I'm so. going to have to dive into that because that, that piques my interest a lot. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. And I just want to piggyback off and kind of um, go on a tangent here, but with selfless versus selfish, I yeah. just want to tap into yep. that a little bit because um, just from what you've, um just said there so you have so you have the feeling of um you know you're you're trying to um help others right mm -hmm. so that's the selfless act the selfless act there yep. but yet when you do that you feel the selfish act of the yeah. of goodness of like yep. i help someone and i think that dynamic is so dude. weird and the, dude 
this whole, you know, the, the topic of selfish versus selfless is all subjective and it's the way you look at it, but it, it's so interesting to, to ponder about and just mm-hmm. to get, go in the depths of things, but it, it's crazy. Yeah. And I think, um, another thing that you can, you can kind of dive into what you're, what you're talking about is like, there are so many different tests that you can take out there of like, you know, how do I perceive love or how do I, you know, um, if you're looking for a test for that, it's called your five love languages. I highly suggest. You oh, I've heard it. of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I took it and it's like, you know, my number one is physical touch. I love being face to face with someone. I love yeah. just having that physical connection. Yeah. I just that's feel how like, you interact. Yeah. And it's like, and then my next one is like <laughs> words of affirmation. And so like someone saying like, you look, you know, you look good today or like, you yeah. know, something, you know, you value being, that. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, you know, I'm again, very big on it. First impressions. I'm very big on, um, you know, asking others how they're doing. And it's like, so, um, you could kind of dive into that too, if you're looking for that, because that's another thing that goes along with this is, um, you know, how you perceive, you know, like how you perceive love or how you perceive how someone is talking to you or something like that Mm -hmm. is totally, totally intertwined into how you, how you feel in the day, how you're doing in the day. And it's like all of these things, like the emotional intelligence, the, the surface level talking is so intertwined and so like you can change one thing in your life and you can totally blossom in a different, you know, it, it's, it, it's fascinating. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's like, you can dive so deep into something so simple and it can totally change your life. And that's the whole thing. I mean, we, I mean, think about, okay, just the word love, right? It's a, mm-hmm. it's a simple thing, right? Just mm-hmm. it, you, like when you, you feel a certain emotion, Yeah. but you can get into the depths of things. And this is not just on this subject, but literally on anything you do in any, you know, subject or spec, whatever you're on, whatever you're doing, there's always a simple way to look at something and a more complicated, complex way. And it's crazy because, you know, I can think about certain things and say that like, Oh yeah, I know how to do that. Or I'll kind of, and just, I think a lot of people think about, or even think about, okay, we'll, we'll tap into projects because my head's just going oh, in yeah. different directions. But, so like a project, right? You're, you're thinking about the big idea. You're, you're, you're looking about how we're going to plan this kind of the, the big concepts within it. But I think a lot of time of the things that get overlooked are the little things. And Absolutely, I think yeah. the little things are even more important than the bigger ideas because it, it keeps everything together. Yeah. And as, perf- as a perfectionist, or I, I wouldn't say I'm a perfectionist, but I, I, you know, kind of strive to, you know, no one's perfect. We all know that. 100%. And, um, it's like, I strive to make everything as good as I can physically make it. Mm-hmm. You know, I will never get anywhere near that perfect. Satisfaction. But I, again, like you said, it's as, as a well, self-proclaimed perfectionist, right. it's like, I strive for those little things, you know, like today we were like, I, you were talking about this grill that yep. we got. It's like, I wanted to sit there and clean it all day because there's a little bit of grease mark here. And then Jordan was just, let's fire it up and, you know, started it up. And it was yeah. just like, I was like, no, 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 we got to clean. And so we, like, we, we followed his rules and we right. put it all back together. And it's like, I would have sat there all day and scrubbed every single mark off of there mm-hmm. before I would have been satisfied with it. Yeah. But that's all right. But, um, it's like, it's just kind of like how I am. It's just like those little things kind of bug me, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, for example, when I'm sitting in the car, like if there's a little rattling, oh, we just had both lights go out. Dang, that's crazy. The heck? The... We'll do that, and then it'll <laughs> nah. be a little bit better. Dang. Shoot. Well, hey, we're learning. 
Yeah, we're going through it. So, Adaptability, that's also one of my... Dude, you got to adapt. <laughs> Different situations that's are going to come up. You know, yeah. that's how we grow as humans. Oh you got to adapt to the changes. Mm-hmm. Heck, when we were in the ancient times, like, we, we all we did was think about where's our next food going to come. Yeah. And then we focus on more complex problems. Like, Absolutely. It, and it's crazy. You have to have so much adaptability. Um, like, when I think about college and I think about, especially, th- like, this time right now, like, that we're in, you know, being in isolation and being in quarantine, it's like... You have to you have to be so adaptable like you are taking your learning and you're switching it and you have to be adaptable and you're like these teachers are like sorry you have to adapt and you have to learn at home or you know we have to um do all these different things and it's like we have to adapt and only go through the drive-through or we you know it's like we have to adapt every single day and it's like this what a better example than yeah what's going on exactly it, like it displays, at this moment it displays it perfectly and dude the the only constant that we have is change absolutely like yeah. that's the only thing that's going to be always there is it, it, things are always going to be changing and what we have to do as humans is just be aware of that be self-aware of that yeah. and then know how to go about it and just try to do different ways to go about life absolutely um Let's go back uh, to school and kind of go in that transition because I just want, you know, people are listening if they want to kind of have a better understanding or, you know, for myself even, that, yeah. that's my selfish way of just trying to learn about it. But Absolutely. like what, when you've gone through the transition and you've gone through college a little bit, you've had a little bit of experience from mm-hmm. all different levels, like what have you found? Has there been anything you've found that's been consistent that makes, you know, a successful trait or like what you found to be successful for yourself? You know, I kind of, when you say that, I go back to the the adaptability part, you know, um, all of these like tips and tricks that they're like, Oh, five college hacks, you know, like, or five college, like you might be able to pull one thing out of there. Mm -hmm. Each college is different. Every, every person is like, Every per, everybody, like I'll say this a hundred times, everybody's college experience is going to be so much different than everyone else's. Like, for example, Jordan's coming to Bethel next year. Mm-hmm. His first five days of college will be drastically different than mine. His next 700 days or whatever it is yeah. of college will be drastically different than mine. Everything, everybody's college experience is going to be totally different. And it's like, I totally would say that if you're heading to college or you're looking to go to college, like that adaptability piece is so big because again, you're going to meet so many people. You're going to be right. living in with a roommate. You're going to be living. It's all new. Dude. It's, everything's never... totally new. And it's yeah. like, you have to adapt to that. And it's something that I've again, kind of prided myself on is like, you are going to mess up so many times in college. I've, I've, I, I have messed up. I, you know, I forgot an assignment. I, forgot to eat one day. I forgot, you know, it's like I've made all of these different mistakes, but I feel like in college, the only way to learn is to mess up. Yeah. You, you got to try and then just experience because Absolutely. with that, you're going to have self-learning that you can at least apply to yourself and you're aware of. Yeah. And it's like, I, I think the, the best lessons I've learned in college are from mistakes. You know, um, I just, I, I, I think of numerous yeah. times that I've messed up and it's like, that is, that is the best way I've learned. And so I, I urge people that are, you know, heading out to college or even people that are heading into high school, like this is going to be a huge change for you, but. But so is this whole thing. Yeah. But so is, so is quarantine. So is isolation. So is like online learning. So it's like, it's just another step and it's like, hit it head on. Don't shy away from it. Meet new people. 
go have fun. You know, you're going to mess up. Right. No one's perfect. I know that as a perfectionist, no one's yeah, perfect. Exactly. But, but it's the, the, the strive, the, the progress str- to try to get. There. Absolutely. And it's like, I, even as a perfectionist, I are a self-proclaimed perfect, however you want to say yeah. it. It's like, I s- totally strive for that so much. I, and it's like, I even messed up something like, yeah, I think it's, times. I think it's really cool to hear that from you. And I think an, an, another aspect, and maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's trying to find the routine. I think yes. trying yeah. to find the new routine. I mean, my my viewpoint on routine is like your success is within how your routine is. Like yep. if the, the, how you go about things, the way that you do things, like that's the actual success, not the the end result. Like yep. it's how you do it. Yeah, and I I, I can attest to that totally. I, I would hundred percent agree. Is um, like for example, my my freshman year, I got into a really bad routine of like I did not go to bed for the first semester before 3 a.m. And I'd have, you know, 8 a.m. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like I got into this really bad routine and my grades started to go down. My athletic performance started to go down. And then I had that perspective change and I was like, holy cow, I need to fix this. Spring came around, baseball season started. I, you know, went to bed at, you know, I know 12 isn't early, but I went to bed at 12, right. got up at 7, ate breakfast, and had like this total change in this start, like rhythm, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursday, right. is a rhythm. And yep. you start to get into this, yeah, I think that um, having a routine is huge. And I think it's something in college, especially, you can totally get into very easily because you're going to have a class Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You're going to have a class Tuesday, Thursday, or, you know, however your schedule yeah. is, but it's always going to be in, in, in an order. And you can, by the second week, it's like clockwork, you know, and you kind of have to get into that routine. So I, I would 100% agree with that. I think yeah. that's a great way. And to I look think at it. Uh, going about it too. I mean, it's it's again, you, you got to adapt. You got to find your routine, but you, you just got to learn how to transition from different steps. And I think um, a lot. I think now it's kind of been in, I, the way I see it is more of an increasing trend of how can I better myself to better others. And I think the best way you can. A lot of people want to influence others or at least mm-hmm. impact their day um, for the positive. And I think the best way to go about that is, and again, this kind of ties back to the selfish versus the selfless part, but I think you first have to take care of yourself, meaning you have to first, you know, you have to lead by example, meaning you have to go, um, you can't just talk the talk. You have to do things for yourself and you have mm-hmm. to go about the right way. You have to, you know, sleep the right way. You have to eat the Absolutely. right way. You have yeah. to work out the right way. You have to learn the right way. And again, the right way, quote unquote, is it's different for everyone. Everybody yeah. finds their own right way, but you need to find something. And once you find it, you need to stick to it. And then when you found that, when you almost like found yourself in a way, yeah. Like that's when you're in the position and you're capable to help others. And that's when you flourish is when you, when you help others, it's like, you know, I think back to my freshman year again, like I had that, I, I've had a kick in the butt every single year of my life, but I had that little kick in the butt my freshman year. And I was like, holy cow, like that, that gave me that little giddy up, got into a routine and then I'm bettering others right. by getting myself right, you know? And, um, I think that's that's super big. I like that. I yeah, like how you said that. Uh, and I think I've, t- I've had conversations with different people, and um, people have had many different perspectives on it. And you know, some other people might say like, "Well, 
you know, with selfish versus selfless, like the way that um, I look or like the, as if I'm somebody else, the way I look at it is that I need to first better everybody else. So then I can take care of myself. So it's almost like you're doing the same thing just on you're flipping the head and you're just looking from the other direction of like, once I take care of what I need to take care of out in front of me, then I can focus on myself. And I think that's also a good way to look at it. And I I, I don't think there's a better one or a right one. It's just, you just gotta, you gotta find something that that works for you. And then once you find it, you can just kind of develop that way. Yeah. And that's, again, going back to the mistakes part. Mm -hmm. One of the huge thing I always talk about is I will never know until I try. I am a very firm believer in like trying new I foods, really like that. Yeah. Trying new, trying. I I wouldn't say I'm adventurous, but it's like if someone's like, hey, let's go do this. I'm not going to be one to be like, uh, maybe I, like I, that's I, so powerful. Yeah. And it's just I, you know, I, I do catch myself sometimes, you know, shying away from things. And that's, you know, usually when I regret something is like, oh, I, I'm kind of mad I never did that, you know. And that's the one thing that um this has a huge impact in my life is that um, a lot of people have regret in their life. A lot of people like look back and be like, Oh, I wish I never would have done. And it's like, I want to, I've always tried to pride myself on like looking back at my life. It's already happened. All of this past has already happened. So why should I regret it? I already made that mistake, but it made me better because of that. And it's like, I want to go to my grave without having any regrets in my life. Yeah, and I, I don't, I, I'm sure maybe you've seen this, maybe not, but uh, I saw this a couple of years ago, and I still remember it very, very clearly. Um, it was it was basically an image of a, of a, of a person um, in the grave and all surrounded by him were ghosts of what he could have been. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and they were sad and mad at the, you know, the person in the yeah. grave. It's like, dude, why didn't you, there was one like of being a professional sports player or like playing the guitar or something like, dude, you could have had me and like, you just yeah. didn't do it. And mm-hmm. dude, I think, dude, I regret is, I think one of the most powerful ways to create action Absolutely. because having regret, it's the one thing you cannot change because yeah. once it's happened, it's in the past and that's how it is. Yeah. And regret is something that I feel like is if like there's like a negative emotion i feel like regret is something that totally just pulls you and sucks kind of sucks the life life out of you and i had that you know this perspective change to like you know switching to this new new thinking of like having no regrets was huge for me because i was like i i have i have to find something new because this isn't working you know that's that having that adaptability part and it's like switching my thinking from that regret and like constantly be like, gosh, I wish I would have never done this. You know, mm-hmm. that's the worst thing you can do for your body because your, yeah. your mind, your mind controls your body. And it's just like, it just sucks the life out of you. It, it does. totally sucks the life out of you. And it's like switching that thinking to being like, that's in the past. I can't change it now. I can only change my, like, I can only do what I'm doing in the present and yeah. change my future. So it's yeah. like that, that perspective change I had was absolutely yeah, and I mean, full disclosure for myself, I mean, like, my biggest fear is limiting my opportunities and limiting my options. Like, basically, what I've been trying and what I will try to do is try to expand my horizon and have the most different perspectives I can accumulate, the, the different scenarios I can, you know, be a part of, and just try to grow 
you know, by width. Yeah. And then once I have that, I can tap into each pocket and go into yeah. different things. But like, it's almost like a, a headspace claustrophobic of being limited. Like that mm-hmm. freaks the crap out of you. Yeah. And it, it, I don't, it's just something that I need to pe- I need to keep progressing. I need to keep doing new things just to keep going. So I don't feel claustrophobic. Yeah. And it, and it's like that hunger for knowledge. Like, you know, you're trying to find ambition and yeah, yeah, you're trying to find that next thing. You know, it's like, um, they, I actually, this year, um, I got a tapestry of a lion. Uh, it's just this, this big black and white I've tapestry. Seen, of I, a lion. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And so I have this, I have this huge tapestry of a lion and everyone would come and be like, Oh, what's the lion for? What's, what's this? And I wrote a paper on this, I think. Yeah. It's that the lion is never satisfied. And so I literally put that up in my room because I'm like, I want to go and I want to do this next thing. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, little fist bump. It's like, I want to go, I want to find that new thing that intrigues me. I want to find that next thing that fuels my hunger. And it's like, it, it, oh, it might, it might, it might get me for lunch, but then I'm going to find dinner. Mm-hmm. I'm going to find a midnight snack. Mm-hmm. I'm going to find, I'm going to find the next thing. And it's like, I would tell that to people and they're like, whoa, dude, that was really full, like philosophical. I don't like that. And it's like, that's what I pride myself on. It's like, I want to find the next thing right. that will, you know, kind of diminish my hunger, but it's not going to, you know, be enough yeah. for me to find that next thing that. Do you know E.T. Eric Thomas at all? Yeah. Kind of yeah, like yeah. All the, he's kind of talked about that. If there's a, he's, he, there's a clip on YouTube that's really, really good that basically talks about the lying attitude. Yeah. And, he, and he, if you listen to that, you can look up Eric Thomas on YouTube and you can kind of go in the depths of that. But it's it's really really good and it's yeah. it's 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 powerful and moving. But I think also you know setting up goals right, and this is kind of what we're going after the hunger of never yeah. getting there. And I've talked about this before, but I think it's really important to um, have a goal that you know you're never gonna reach. Right, you gotta have yeah. something that's always sustainable, always something that you can keep climbing on that you're yeah. not gonna reach the top. Yeah. And I think that's really important. But within that, too, I think it's really important to have different steps or different little um, spots that you can kind of be like where you feel like you've made progress, where you Actually. feel like you're 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 creating friction moving yeah. forward. But overall, you got to have something that's lasting. That's something you can't get. So, if you know, whenever you create a if you know, I've created um couple different goals for myself and you're going to have, you know, different actually objective goals that you want to yeah. get. But I think the overlying goal that you got to have is something that's not attainable, but something that you can strive to. Absolutely. And I'm very goal oriented. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's really important. Yeah, I'm very, I'm one that's very like, I'm going to write checklists. I'm going to write one, two, three, four, five. Okay, I got to do this, this, this. And it just feels so good when you, I highly suggest if, you know, if you're a high school student, you're a college student, I would highly suggest if you have a lot to do and you're feeling stressed, literally just write it down all on a piece of paper. If you look at that and you're already not feeling better, do one thing. You cross that off, you feel better. Yeah. Do the next thing, cross it off. And it's just like, then it, for me, it was always a competition. Like, oh, this homework is not going to beat me. Like, you know, that sounds so dumb. Mm-hmm. That sounds so yeah. stupid, but it's I, like, I feel that I'm, I'm like, I'm going to conquer it. You know, whatever, yeah. you know, like the whole, like, I'm going to conquer it, spit in its face. Like, right. I'm going to conquer it. I'm going to check it off. And it just, it totally just clears your mind. And it's, it's it, uh, me being a goal, goal oriented person mm-hmm. that's helped me so much. And it's just like, I highly suggest 
that that's something that if you're you know feeling that stress or yeah feeling that is just write them down it's it's super easy it's powerful and um you journal you know what i actually did start journaling i haven't in a while it's it's actually been a while but okay. i did start journaling and it's it's incredible yeah dude and so i got this from um the mind strong project uh, harvey i'm really good uh, i guess he's kind of like a coach uh, friend kind of mentor i would say and uh, he really kind of pushes that and suggests that because, you know, think about like, we're the only species on earth that's able to like write down what we're thinking and have like contextual thoughts. And the beauty of writing things down of what you're thinking is that it opens up headspace in your room and more room for growth because yeah. We're not, now that we have the internet and things like that, we're no longer having just to memorize information, right? Because yeah. like, if I want to know how many, you know, millimeters are in a, um, like a mile, yeah. I don't need to keep that in my head and create, you know, wasted space. Like I can just look that up. And yeah. that's, that's the beauty of having different technologies like that. But by journaling, it solidifies what you're thinking. So like our conversation right now, like, when it's in, you know, have you ever had the scenario of where you're, you're thinking and you have these thoughts, but it's really hard to word them out of mouth. Yeah. Like you have, it's perfect. It it's, makes total sense in your head, yeah. but then you can't contextualize that to, for other people to listen yeah, to. Yeah. Like the whole, like, I can't, I just can't put it into words. Yeah, like, exactly. It's, just, it's there, but you're just like, oh, I don't know. You and know? I think by journaling, it helps a lot to kind of solidify your thoughts because like when you, when you, when we speak, like it's now, it's now real. Like mm -hmm. everything is here is kind of just imaginary. It's in our head. But when we speak, speak it, it. Yep. it's now into existence. It's here. Like yep. it's here. And by journaling, it does that the same thing. Yet we get to look back upon it. Yeah. Yeah. And I found myself, um, we went to a leadership retreat this year. Um, and that's when I actually really started doing the whole journaling thing. And I found myself like the first, the first day we had like a little, um, like, you know, like, I don't want to say like meditation time, but like where you were by yourself, you you're were visualizing I think you're I was thinking. a solitude time. That's what it was. So you'd go out, you know, I brought my Bible, I brought my, brought my notebook and, you know, I would just sit there on the lakeside and just think, and it's just like, whatever would come to mind, I'd write down. And I found myself on the first day, five pages in, and I was like, holy cow. And I just, you know, you feel this rush of relief and it's just like, it's so, it's so easy to get lost in your own words, you know, it, it, and it's really like, is. why not put them down and then go back and see what, you know, what, yeah. what you're thinking. It's like, I actually should do that. I should go back and see what I wrote. It's just like, you know, you kind of like look back on what you were thinking about. Yeah. And you're like, like, first of all, it's really fun to see absolutely. what you were thinking. And, you know, to kind of bring it full circle, like a big reason why I started doing podcasts was, you know, Think about in 30 years when we can go back and listen to this and think how stupid we were or how smart absolutely, we thought yeah, we were. Absolutely. And like, I think that alone is really like impactful. And I think it's so cool. And I suggest people to start their own or at least, you know, at least journal because it's, it's lasting information that you can sustain over time and that you can yeah. look back through. Yeah. And it's, it's just powerful for yourself and it, it solidifies. I think it's just overall really good for you. Yeah. I, don't, I don't see any drawbacks to it. No, absolutely. And it's, uh, you know, I think it's something that you, you know, you better yourself in getting your mind free. And it's also something that you better yourself in kind of, you know, you, no one's going anywhere right now. You right. know, sit down, take five minutes out of your day and write down what you're thinking. 
whether it's every morning, whether it's every night, whether it's whenever you have free time, it's just like, just sit down and do it. It's like, you got the time, right? you know? And there's, and the beauty of it, that there's no correct way to go about it. No, like you no. could honestly, like, um, I've, you know, like what you just said, like you just list anything that comes to your head and you just write it down. Mm-hmm. That could be something you could do. I've known other people for their journaling. They put a um, two minute timer, start the clock, wrote as many words as they could on the piece of paper. Yep. And then when the timer's done, there it is. Or yeah. you just write how you're feeling, what you're going through, how you're, you know, you're thinking and it's just, it's crazy because it almost like for me, like it, it almost like unlocks like a new thing or a new world, new universe that like, I wasn't even like, I was oblivious to, and yeah. I just opened it up and I was like, Whoa, like there's a new way to look at life. Like there's a new way to go about things. I totally think that that's also like kind of going off of this is like the whole like intentional conversation. Like everyone know, knows that feeling when they have like a deep, conversation like not not just you're like this is my like this is all of my life Mm -hmm. that feeling is absolutely incredible yeah it's It's, liberating it it, it, your your mind's free your body's free and you just sit there and in my mind you sleep so well after that because it's just again it's like you like you said it's yeah it's a peace of mind it's you know it's taxing you know it is it's sharing your life story is taxing because it's like you have to bring back all of these different memories you have to bring the good the bad you know yeah all of these things and it's like it's so like you said it's so liberating to just put it all out there and it's just it's it's a it's a it's a wave of relief that's what really what it is also with it like like even doing conversations like this like you get energy from this like you you feel like with any human connection, it doesn't even have to be a conversation. Like if you're just with other people, if you're in a setting with other people, you naturally just have different energy. Think about, you know, I like to talk about this example of like, let's say someone walked in the room here and they're they're very sad and just yeah. like, oh, and they, they didn't say a word, but you can just tell. And that brings the energy of everybody down. Or mm-hmm. someone comes in and is like, hey, what's going yeah. on, guys? Yeah. How are you doing? Every- like everybody's up and yeah. the energy is so crucial because like you can't see it. You just feel it and you know it. It's so powerful. That yeah. Way. Yeah. And everyone like, you know, I think from a, you know, more of an athletic perspective is like, I think of, uh, you know, you're not going to know who this is, but there's a guy in our baseball team. His name's Mitch Bavillis. Mm-hmm. He's one of those guys that does not give a rip what you think about him. And he's going to yell and he's going to scream and he's going to, you know, he's kind of one of those guys, but then he'll, you know, like in the cage, you know, we, we do, you know, like live one-on-ones yep. and, you know, and I remember as a freshman, I went in there and I struck him out and it, it totally threw him off. And, you know, his, his mood kind of went down. And the next time he came in, he absolutely obliterated a ball off of me. Mm-hmm. And then everyone got super hype. And it's just like that total transition of like how, how people perceive one another is like, it's, 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 it's like almost revolutionary. It's like when someone walks, like you're talking about when mm-hmm. someone walks in and they have that that like that amp that fire you feel it yeah your your body it's it's real your heart starts racing you you feel it and it's like i don't know what it is in the body i wish i knew what it was in the brain but it's like it's like a boost of adrenaline it's crazy it's crazy and it's so beneficial for the person itself for the person it's it's serving for um it's crazy how and i wish i need to research more on like in energy and things like that because like it's one of those things where I think it has kind of a bad rap right now of energy because like with like yoga and meditation and breath yeah. like that, 
I don't think it's really common. I think it's growing, but I don't think it's there yet of like actually trying to sustain like your own energy. And like, I think there's a lot of truths in it, but again, you just got to look at it with an open mind. Yeah. And, but I don't know, I, I, I need to dive into that more so I can have more conversations yeah. around it. But yeah. And I, I have found myself, you know, I went, I, we've gone to yoga, me and my, my roommates and I, we'd Dude, go to yoga. I just want to first say yoga I love yoga. It's, I love, love, love yoga. And it's just, it's so, I I never in my life would, would have thought that I would have come out of yoga more sore than I would have <laughs> in an athletic, but it's just like, I come out like, just like relieved, but like physically sore. But like my mind is just, it's just when you, the whole build up of the body is just so crazy with like, you know, all of, I've, I've you know, with my major being, mm-hmm. you know, trying to be a chiropractor is like, I, I dive deep into like the physical, you know, mm-hmm. structure of, of like how you, you know, your spine and your, and you know, how, how you're al- like aligned and everything. And it's like your body and your mind are so connected, obviously are connected, but like, yeah. they're so connected in, you know, if you're, if you're not feeling well, it's probably because of something that your body is lacking or it's something that your body is not, you know, feeling right. And it's yeah. like, I, I want to help other people through that. And it's like, I, I totally feel that with, with yoga is just like stretching those, like it's our yoga instructor said, we're stretching your body muscles so that your mind can relax. And I was like, it sounds it, cheesy, but it's true. You know it, what I mean? And that's the thing. There's a lot, there's a lot of cheesy things within it, but like those, the, all the cheesy things are true. Like yeah. when, okay. Think about like this and someone, I forgot who this was, but someone told me this, like live your life like the obvious, like live the obvious, Mm -hmm. like, you know, what's good and bad, you know what you should do. So just do that. Yeah. Like you can really break it down that simply of like, you know, you can, the the good and bad, right. Just do the good things. Yeah. Like it's not that hard. Just do it. But like, it's so crazy that people break it down even more. Yeah. And everyone has that feeling, you know, they call it that gut feeling. Like, um, they call it, um, in our class that we had, it was, um, shoot, what was it called? It was like, what is there's the difference between what is moral morally right mm-hmm. and what is like like what you call as like yourself like what you view right okay. as yourself because like there's the there's a difference of what people think is morally right and what i think is right or what you think is right you know and it's like there's just so many like the, to bring it back to the perspective part there's so many perspectives on what's morally right but mm-hmm my right is different than your right. And it's just like, it's also everyone, everyone knows what is right to them. Mm-hmm. But sometimes they deviate from that. And it's right. like, like, you're right might be my wrong. Yeah, but it's just like how we go about life. And it's yeah. just, that's why you connect with certain people and some other people, you, you just don't have the click. Yeah, it's just because maybe, maybe right away, you didn't have the click because you're on different sides of the spectrum. But really, more commonly, I think a lot of people have more similarities to, than differences in their viewpoints. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just right away. Um, to bring it back to baseball, too, I just want to talk about, you know, with the attitudes with it mm-hmm. and, and not even just baseball, really. This is in life. But yeah. what I found and I think I try to embody this um, a lot is just trying to be neutral. I think by d- dismissifying the, the big moments and dismissifying, you know, the, the, the low moments. I think when you, you separate the highs and lows, you're, you're not on the roller coaster yeah. of emotions, right? Yeah. I think when you're neutral, when you're at peace, 
is when you can perform at magnificently. Yeah. Like it, it's crazy because we've always heard the thing 90% mental, 10% physical, yeah, right? For and, baseball, and, yeah. and it's crazy. Yeah. And I, I, a lot of people say that, but like a lot of people just don't focus on the mental side of it as mm-hmm. much, right? Yeah. Because you're always putting in work, but you're really not putting in as much work, even though once you put in way more work on the 90%, yeah, then you're but, 10%. Yeah, but like it's just, I think by, you know, just trying to focus on this point, but I think by being neutral, people can find a lot of success in their life, whether it be oh, yeah. on their jobs or whatever it may be. Yeah, and I honestly, kind of to bring it back to a different podcast I was just listening to, um, Mike Studd does a podcast. Yep. Um, I don't know if you know who Mike Studd mm-hmm. is, but he, my favorite re- artist of all time. Oh, yeah. I absolutely love him. He's... Um, is a huge. I'm a huge fan of it. Uh, I would say I'm the biggest fan of him, but you know. But, um, but he had a podcast with Jared Goff. You know, Jared yep. Goff. Hunter. Yeah. Uh, no, Jared Goff as in oh, uh, is the quarterback. Jared Goff? Cared, uh, quarterback of the Rams. Jared Goff. Did I? Oh yeah, that is the quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Who quarterback. am I thinking of? You're. Uh, Who's the punter for the Rams? It's gosh. The name's just. It's, it's probably. Isn't it's it? super it's probably similar. Anyway, yeah. but yeah. So Jared Goff, quarterback of Rams. He's talking with Mike Studd, and he does. He. Mike kind of asks him about, about his, like, how are you mentally prepared for all of this? Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, it's kind of sad to say, he goes, but, like, he goes, a lot of people would view me as, like, oh, he doesn't give a rip. Or he, like, you know, shouldn't this mean more? And that totally hit with me. And I was like, holy cow, like, my, like, I, people kind of view me and are like, oh, it look kind of looks like Marcus doesn't care about this. I and get chills like, with that right now. Yeah, it's just like. People, I, I honestly, I'm like, I'm going to go buy a Jared Goff jersey after what he just said. I was like, this hit with me so well. It's just that, you know, it fe- it feels like it should mean more to me. But I feel like that, that like, that perspective change I had with the the whole, like, no regrets. It's like, whole, like, I don't care. You know, like, I, okay, a guy hit a home run off of me. So what? Like, I, I grab a new ball and I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm on the next thing. I make an error, you know, at short, like. Yeah, it might change the outcome of the game, but like, I I can't change that now. Yeah, like, right. and I can t- I can talk from personal experience. I mean, again, it's one of those things that you, you gotta work on. And it's not right away where you're gonna get it, but like, I, I'm I'm blessed that I've had good people around me when I, even when I was younger to you know instill the you know I guess quote unquote the right way the to right go way, about yeah. it. Yeah. But I think for me, it, it's clicked so well because with any, this isn't just sports, this is just and how I do anything is just, you know, by trying to stay neutral and not thinking about like, hell, I, I could make, um, let's say for some reason I get a million dollars tomorrow, like internally, like this is the way I look at it for myself. Like I feel, emo- a lot of people think I'm emotionless, like people yeah. that I don't show emotions. Yep. Um, but really, I, I feel emotions but it's all internal. Yeah. And so when I'm external, oh, I, it's basically, and it's somewhat selfish if you could think about it, but I, th- I think it's beneficial of having the consistent base. So people know where you're at at all times. If you're mm-hmm. always up in here, that kind of affects other people of where they're at. And so if you can be consistent in whatever you do and just have the same state of the same manner of how you go about your business, like, I think it, you know, not only helps yourself with, you know, you know, having a clear mind and going about it, but I think it helps people around you too, because it's like, all right, he's in the zone. He's good to go. Like he's, you don't have to worry about it. Like mm-hmm. it, now you're just, if everybody, 
I think if everybody thought where they're just kind of neutral and they're just kind of like everything's like okay you don't worry about like even this whole thing with the the coronavirus or whatever yeah. like of quarantine and people are freaking out about yeah. different things of like you know and there's a lot of things to freak about don't yeah. worry don't, oh. don't get me wrong yeah but i think it's really important to just you know to be aware of them but don't let them personally affect you like just be yeah. neutral about it and go about it logically yeah and i found myself um to kind of piggyback off of this um this is kind of something I wanted to get out there mm-hmm. is that my thinking on, you know, turning negatives into positives is something that I had to really, really, really struggle with. Mm-hmm. I had like, it's something that kind of, I had to get into the nitty gritty of just because I found myself focusing so much on these positive or on these negatives. And it's just like it, again, it's like the regret. It's just sucking the life out of me. And I was like, I got to find a way to do something. And then one day I heard, there was um, there was a thing on Instagram of this person that was talking. And they're like, "It is so easy to turn a negative into a positive." They said, and I was like, "Well, I, I don't know." And then I kept listening, and I kept, and I was like, "You got my attention. I've been trying to work on this." And it's like, he said, "You take it's something so simple as, say you're late for work, okay? You you roll in five minutes late instead of saying, you know, I'm sorry, I'm late." It's got a very negative connotation of like, gosh, I, I'm running, I'm running late. I, you know, instead of saying, I'm sorry, I'm late. You just say, I know I'm late. Thank you for being patient with me. I'm, I'm, I'm not, like, I'm going to, mm-hmm. I'm going to think like it, it's feels so much more mature. If that makes sense. It yeah. feels so much more like uplifting or like say someone, you know, is waiting, waiting for you outside instead of saying, sorry, I'm late. You, all you say is, Thank you for waiting for me. Yeah. It's just like flipping all these small things into like, it, it, I don't know. It was so revolutionary for me. I don't know what, what clicked with me, but it was just like turning these super small things in your life into a positive is very easy with just yeah. the way you think about it and the way you talk about it. You know, someone, someone brought up like, Hey, you know, like you got your season taken away from you with, especially for you. Like you, you guys got your, your, your senior year stripped yeah. of you. And it's just like, I'm not going to say it's a small thing. Like I feel for my brother because my senior year, I feel for all seniors. It's like my senior year was one of the best times of my life, but you guys can turn that into a, into a positive and say like, Hey, I'm bettering myself at home. I'm focusing on myself. And it's just like, I find every little detail that I, again, these small things, I find all these little details that I can focus on, you know, like again, being like that perfectionist, Mm -hmm. it's like, I can focus on, in a baseball game, I can fo- I can focus on if I throw 115 pitches, I can focus on the the you know the hundred yeah bad ones yep, or I can focus on the 15 good ones and build off of that. And maybe the next time I throw 31, 30 good pitches. Maybe right. the next time I throw 45. And it's like you can focus on the bad things and bring yourself down, or you can focus on the little things and build yourself up. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I, so, I love that. I yeah. love that. Um, also, too, just to bring it a little bit back, but. You know, with this whole thing going on, right, we're all stripped of what we were used to, right, of, mm-hmm. you know, our, our ending, our graduation, the, things the like normal. that. normal. Yeah, the new yeah. normal. But, like, the way I look at it, like, I'm not really, you know, for me personally, it doesn't upset me too much, really, mm-hmm. because, like, I, I just, I'm looking at it from a bigger view of, like, look, this is something that doesn't affect just seniors. Like, it, yeah. there's people losing their jobs and mm-hmm. losing their businesses and, and like, are 
financially not making it now and and there's there's people dying from this like there's a there's a lot worse going on than me you know not having a traditional graduation or whatever it may be like in the grand scheme of things like that's not the like the, that's not the point yeah like and yeah and a lot of people get caught up in it and like honestly i think that's what happens is a lot of people get caught up in the moment of what's going on well, rather than just trying to go and, about it yeah and i think it's a very big like anticipation thing you know like you literally go your entire life and you anticipate your senior year of like what it could be and it's like i i think very strongly in that like you know god is intervening that mm-hmm. that's kind of been my thing this whole <clears throat> quarantine is like yeah. what if you know for for some per like for some reason this you know this person um you know goes through their senior year they anticipate their senior year and this happens they get everything stripped and it's like they anticipate this but it could be literally god saying like hey if you went back to school this could have happened also like even thinking about the whole concept of it like anticipation like i think you know again this is just my thinking on it and what i'm currently thinking about it but i think you like you shouldn't anticipate certain things and mm-hmm. why i think that is because think about in this scenario right like if when you're in your teens just live in the moment oh, yeah. and by living in the moment you're not going to know that this is the best time of your life right mm-hmm. so when you're like in your 20s you're going to look back to your teens like or whatever your childhood like wow that was like that was the best thing ever and like yeah. I, it was crazy and then you live through your 20s in the moment then you go back to your 30s and look back at your 20s like wow that was the best time and you keep doing this yeah. and so whatever time has just happened you take a little step back you look at it you admire it and be like that was the best time i've ever had now let's go like let's go live in it again and you look at it again it's like that was the best time i've ever had like you just keep building yeah. on it and you hit you hit the nail right right on the head with that um like i think a huge thing for college even is like looking looking forward but not anticipating if that makes sense because mm-hmm. if you have these huge anticipations you know you see all the movies yeah people are drinking people are i you know you kind of have that like college has this negative connotation right. of like Very. drinking partying and you know going out staying up late getting up early kind of thing but you can kind of make college whatever you want you know i kind of went with this anticipation of like um <laughs> you know, like uh, college sports and like everyone's going to be so much bigger. And it's like, it's not that big of a step up. It's these people are older than you, but it's, it's like. They were in your spot. Yeah, they were, you know, yeah, they were in my spot. They, you know, they know how I'm feeling, you know? And it's like, that's why I feel like college is so impactful is because it's not, it's not necessarily divided up as like, you know, ninth, 10th, 11th, 12th grade, where it's like you, you pretty categorized yeah it's pretty it's very categorized and it's like in college everyone's everyone's there it's just like there's you there are seniors that are graduating there's our freshmen that are coming in but it's like i've met i met some people this year where i was like but you know i haven't seen you on campus before are are you are you sophomore oh no i'm actually i'm actually like 26 years old i'm like holy cow like i would i would have never known it's like it's so much more meshed and it's just like there's there's not these big differences of like Oh, you're a freshman? Like everyone Dude, everyone's so inclusive it. Yeah. And I think a lot of people get caught up in the you know of when if they want to start something, they have to be a certain age. Mm-hmm. And I that's one thing where like I don't think it's pretty typical for like a high schooler to have a, their own podcast, but like the, and the people have told me that, but 
that it's really like if you think about it and just yourself and for anything that it may be like you don't have to do like I think a lot of people think you know the classic all right I'm gonna graduate college and then I'm gonna you know meet the the person of my the other person of my life I'm gonna build a family by this and this by 40 I'll have two kids blah 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 like and that's pretty traditional of what people want you know yeah. get a safe job and things like yeah. that but like you don't like have to do it a certain way like it's your life you can do what you want whenever you want like if i want to start this huge empire you know building leave a legacy right now i can right now like and i think how you can is just if you're young for something just like first build your if you can speak and you you, you sound knowledgeable and you can you can actually back it up with your actions and yep. that kind of like that kind of um you know spread of information yeah. yep like, it doesn't matter in my eyes, like, how old you are. Like, if I had a, an eight-year-old that was somehow, like, very, very smart with, let's say, like, video editing mm-hmm. and, like, different things like that, I'd be like, dude, can you help me? Yeah. Like, when you're asking for help, like, a lot of people think you need to have, like, a certain position um, of titlement of that you can, that's like, oh, okay, that's for the person yes, I should go yeah. for. But I think a lot, like, if you just look at it from, like, a, a clear mind and open heart, you'll just find a lot of people that maybe it's not the quote unquote, like the best kind of typical person that you'll meet to help, but it's just, you can go about it different ways. Yeah. And I think college is a perfect time to kind of experience that because um, I went into college and I was like, it's kind of like my first, like it felt like my first act of defiance not to be home. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you can do whatever you want, you know, like you can, you can stay up late. You know, your parents aren't there to tell you you can't, you know, you can, I, I grew up my hair. My parents weren't there to tell me I had to cut it. Like that was like, I felt like I was defying everything, but it's like, you can try, like, again, you're going to try all these new things. Yeah. You're going to fail at some and you're going to exceed at others. It's just like, I, I went to the first day of classes and was like, I don't like my major, switch my major. And I absolutely love it now. And mm-hmm. it's like, you're going to, you're going to change all yeah. these things. You're going to fail at all of these things. And it's like, you have to. You have to try it and you have to experience it. And it's like college That's is the key. You have to try. Yeah. You, it's like college is the perfect time to try so many new things gonna, because yeah. anything that you're looking for in college, you're going to find it. Like, for example, if you want to find someone that wants to sit and watch movies every single day, you're going to find someone that wants to do that. If you want to find someone that wants to work out every single day, you're going to find someone. Like you can find, in my mind, you can go to any college and find whatever you want. There's always going to be someone with different everyone has different interests you're going to find someone and it's just like you just have to reach out and you have to have that person like you have to have a person of that's, that's i don't even know if that's a word person ability to reach mm-hmm. out to people and be personable with them and be like hey you know that that, that small talk turns into right you know it's it's it that cascades Dude, from there the thing with that too like you're not gonna know the alternative no no you never will like you're gonna go you're gonna like you're going to pursue a path, right? And it, it from the starting line, it's going to look like the perfect path. And you're going to go down this. You can think about life, your whole life. You're going to go down this turn of events of different things are going to pop up. And, you know, let's say like, you know, with this whole um, virus isolation thing, like well, this could be viewed as a really good thing, mm-hmm. meaning that there are less cars on the road. Now there's a very, there's a very, you know, greater chance of people not getting in car crashes. That's yeah. saving maybe your uncle's, life yeah because he's not traveling like the, the whole perspective you, you just need to be aware of it because it changes everything like you're not gonna like 
maybe we don't have any of this coronavirus and then your uncle somehow gets in car crash, yeah, he's dead. And it's just like, you just don't know the other alternative. So you might no. as well just pursue your path. Yeah. It's like, um, there was, there was a, um, I think it was Albert Pujols had, had a quote on this. I, I, I don't quote me on that, but I mm-hmm. think it might be him, but he's like going through my life. He said, I always had plan A. That was it. And I was just like, that's so crazy to think like so many people are like, Oh, that's a, that's a plan B. I might, I might use that. It's like, he, he lived his life and was like, if I failed, I did it again. Mm-hmm. If I failed, I did it again. And it's like, he only had plan A. He's like, I'm only going for this. And he's like, I don't. Like, like what you're saying, he probably didn't need to know the alternative. He was focused on one thing and he went for it and look at now he's in the MLB. That, and it's yeah. Like, and that plan A could also be a common, if he had different plans, it was probably a combination of different things, but that whole trend was his plan. A. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> yeah. It's, it's so crazy to think about like, you know, what people go through and like get through and it's like all these different roadblocks and it's like, you know, I'm a big believer that, you know, God has everything planned and it's just like, why try and change? Why, why try and change anything that you're already doing? It's mm-hmm. like, you have, you have it out there. Just go for it. It's like, yeah, it's super, it's super cool to think about and it's super cool to yeah like just <clears throat> talk with people. For sure. It, so. um, I also want to ask a couple more questions here before, yeah. Um, we wrap up. I know this is probably getting long, but I'm really in the thick of yeah, things, and I don't great. want I don't want to <laughs> no. leave yet. So no, um, we'll keep progressing through here. But um, you know, I want to talk about like success, right? And, yeah. You know, like what does success like mean for you? What does it look for you? Like, how do you achieve it? What's how yeah. do you what makes it attainable? Like, how do you view that? Yeah, I think success is so so broad. I I think you know when you look at someone. Um, their, their perspective on success is totally different than mine. Mm-hmm. You know, like when I think of success, I think of, you know, I think of being able to provide and being able to, um, get to my goal and then <clears throat> exceed that goal. And that's, that's being successful. It's like, when you think of like, oh, he's a successful entrepreneur. It's like, well, what does that mean? Yeah. You know, what defines that? Yeah. Like why, why is he successful? Like, why? Because he makes six figures or because he is able to, you know, per, like, I think for me, it's just like, I've, so there's so many different versions of success. And it's like, for me, success is, you know, getting to that point and exceeding it. It's like, not just being good enough, it's being successful. It's like, going past that, like, almost at like 110%. It's like, not yep. just filling the cup but overflowing mm-hmm. it is like being successful mm-hmm. is because um, I think if you limit yourself at just being or just getting to it and being successful, it's like what is stopping you from going 10% more, or 20% more, or 30% more, like yeah. getting past that and being more successful. And it's like, I think success is so sometimes so categorized, you know, yeah. And I think, I think it can totally be something that you have your own perspective on. Yeah. I guess, I don't know if that makes any sense, but yeah, I think a hundred percent it does. And you know, I've, um, I had a really, really good conversation with my mentor, Harvey Martin, part of the Mindstrong project. And we were talking about success and, um, you know, the realization I had in that conversation was basically you kind of, 
you know, nudged on it a little bit was a lot of people in life have a set goal of if I get to this point, I've made it. I'm mm-hmm. successful. Right. So a lot of people, you know, a lot of people don't get to that maybe in their life. And that's, and that's perfect for them. Cause that, you know, keeps them working. But <clears throat> if the people that have these goals and that is considered in their head as like, I've made it kind of mentality. Like, well, what do you do from then? Yeah. Like now you're like, now what, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Just chill out here. Like what? But yeah. like, that's why back to the goals thing, you got to have something that you're never going to reach. And so yeah. I think, you know, my viewpoint on, you know, be, or being successful on what success actually is, is just, I think progressing in the right direction and that right direction again, is up to you. But I think success is, is again, like what you said, it's different for everybody, but I think it's the path to become successful in the, the way that you want to be known as successful. Yeah. I like that a lot. I do. I think, I, I think it's just always the path of it. And it's not, I've been really, you know, it's, it's, really dived in and you know thought about you know more of the on the progress side of things yeah. rather than the the result side of things and because a lot of people is like well once i become successful i get a house nice car nice boat nice all yeah. these and it's a lot, a lot of materialism and all that but when you can actually like truly love the, the the progress and you're putting passion into the actual thing that's helping you move along the way mm-hmm. like that's so powerful and impactful yeah, and kind of go to a little bit of a tangent. Yeah. Um, another thing that we talked about in my intro to well-being class, um, I think that something that you can do right now, especially in this time of isolation, is um, we talked a lot about um, like kind of n- not materialism, but like more of like, you know, the way that you spend your money. Mm-hmm. And it's like a lot of people view it as like, if I buy this nice car, I'm more successful. Like, I don't know if this is gonna, how this is going to tie in, but like if I buy this car, people will view me as successful. If I buy this big house, people will view me as successful. And it's like, you should, you're, you're it literally a study done showed that your money is so much more well spent. If you spend it on like activities, mm-hmm. you know, like this is, I don't know why this pops it's in more, first, but it's, it's like experience. Yeah. Experience, like going skydiving. Like, that's something that you're never going to forget. Your car will rust. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's like um, going scuba diving or taking a plane and going somewhere, like taking a trip. You will never forget that. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's embedded in your brain. And it's like when I think of all of these things in my life, it's like these were all activities that we did. You know, it's not material things that I bought. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I couldn't remember the first thing I ever bought, but I can remember the first time my parents brought me to Wisconsin Dells. Right. Like I, I, I vividly remember these things, these activities. And it's like you, that built on my, like my, my life story. And it's like, that's, that's what I've been trying to do is get away from these like material things. And that's why I'm like trying to get rid of a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, it's something that I've kind of dove into yeah. a little bit. Dude, you know? I'm going to, I'm going to hit you with a deep question here. Right, so absolutely. be ready. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. dude, welcome to the show right here. Yeah. So, okay. Um, Dude, what do you think the point of life is to do? Like, what do you think? And this Ooh, is—I don't know you're going that deep. But... Oh, dude, like this is no. this is big time. We're yeah. we're we're making this. We're on, we're on camera with this one. Okay. Um. So when you say what is the point of life, um, you know, I have two different voices in my head when I when I hear that. I I I have my like, you know, my like logical kind of 
more practical. Yeah, more practical. And he's talking about, you know, go through go through high school, go through college, get a job, provide for my family, be the best dad, I, be the best father I can be, you know, for, for my kids, be the best husband I can be, live out my life, experience as much as I can in this, in this life. And then, you know, what, whatever's next. And it's like my, then there's, you know, like my spiritual or my, my like psyche kind of part of me is like, you know, I'm going to live this life to go like for me is to glorify God. And it's like, I, I, I want to live this life, um, you know, striving to be, striving to be just like Jesus. And it's like going through all of this. And it's like, you know, there's, there's too many, too many things that right now are swirling in my mind. It's like, I, I want to go through life and experience as much as I can in this world, because I believe that there's something greater up there. And it's like, you know, um, I think that's, that's something is like that meaning of life. The question is always just something that gets me, but it's like, I could talk for hours about this, but it's like, I think that the meaning of life is to strive to be something greater and you know when both voices in my head are talking it's like I, you you strive to be something greater mm-hmm. you know whether it's um to be a better you know to be a better husband be a better boyfriend to be you know a better dad it's like i think yeah. you're always striving to be something greater so that you can go to a great place in, in heaven and so I, I don't know when i when I, that's kind of a deep question to dive into but i, I like that i like that a lot yeah, how you how you it, threw that in there it's, it's good that's really well said and you know my little piece because I've kind of got the advantage right now because I'm the one asking the question yeah. so I can kind of think about it but I appreciate you because a lot of people like you know in certain questions like they'll, it's almost like they've never thought about that before and with all the questions that we've had I think you're in a really good spot because you, you've thought about the intentional questions the questions that are important and meaningful yeah. and I think it's important to think about those concepts um, but back to the just the really deep uh, deep dive that we just had I think with you know like what why us humans are here for life or what we're trying to do right I think it's to create art and I think mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. to create art through experience right so mm-hmm. I mean let so a lot of different aspects of life you can go down a lot of different avenues and rabbit holes but so for baseball right like the point of baseball it's not to be like like the the, the best at baseball or like to beat everyone right or like that's what you're trying to do but like when you look back at it from you know the outside looking in that's not the like the point of what you're trying to do you're really just creating it's all art like life is art and we're just creating different stories like we're storytelling and yeah you know we're we're the only species on earth that can do that and by storytelling you know we can grow and we can adapt and we can change and we can learn and you grow for the better and adapt for the better yeah and i think by creating art and storytelling is by going through experiences and so the experiences that we have are different avenues of life maybe it's running maybe it's weightlifting maybe it's reading maybe you know food whatever you want to go down whatever path or passion you have that passion or path you have is just an experience part that you're diving you're tapping into and then that is your art and then through that art you can storytell you can you know, have ex- you have experience, you have wisdom, you can yeah. learn, and you can spread what your experience of how you felt onto others, and you can inspire others. And that whole, you know, thing of ins- inspiration and finding your passion and that kind of thing and then pursuing it, it's all art. Yeah. Like, it's just all creation. Like, we're creating things. Like, to really bring it back a step and think about it, like, 
think about, you know, this room that we're in, right? Like it was this room or this table. Like, why do we call it a table? Like someone thought of this in their head, made it. Like when they first made the first table, everybody was probably like, what the heck? This is weird. Like what's the point of this? Like it's, it's crazy. It's all creation. It's all art. Mm -hmm. And I think when, excuse me, trying to get a swallow there. I think for life, it's all about creating new experiences and by creating new experiences, that's really broaden, broadening your range of vision, your opportunities. Yep. It's creating art for yourself. And it's just, it's passing that along through generations so we can keep building, progressing as humans. Yeah. And I think to kind of add to your art analogy, I like that. I really do like that is like, you know, each experience you have is a new color on yourself, you know, and how, how you like how other people view you is, you know, to like kind of use the color acknowledge is like, it's like you would view me if I'm all happy and cheery, you, you would think I'd have all these colors on me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like your life experiences are all like, I like this whole art thing. That's incredible. It's like you're, you're building up your own museum of art and mm-hmm. it's like each experience is a new piece and it's like, you're adding to this museum and it's like, when you look back, it's like those, those, those memories are, are painted on you, you know? And the good, the bad, the ugly, whatever it is, yeah. it's like they're all a part of you. Mm-hmm. You're it's not gonna go. You're not gonna go back with white paint and paint it all over. It's like there are they're they're permanent. And it's like I really like that. I, I, that's there. Well, I appreciate that's, that. That's good. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, but uh, we'll kind of wrap it up here. Yeah. I'm gonna ask uh, one more question for you, um, yeah. and then we'll kind of just conclude this. But um, right now, um, what you're doing currently, like, what's one thing you're trying to improve upon or work on? Um, and this could be maybe, you know, maybe better time management, maybe you're trying to work out more, eat better, sleep better, whatever it may be. What's one thing you're trying to improve upon? That's a good question. That's, uh, that's something that, again, like I've been trying to pride myself on is like, you know, a lot of people, I don't know if you've seen this, a lot of people are taking, taking these montages of pictures and being like, I, um, I will never take for granted this ever again. And it's like, I think for me right now, I've been trying to, trying to find that, uh, find that peace of like peace of mind of like, like my, my second year of college, like I'm halfway done with college. Like I, I, like I kind of took some of that for granted. Like I'm, I miss my roommates. I miss, you know, I, I miss my girlfriend and it's like, I sometimes took all those things for granted. And it's like, those, those memories are still there, but it's like, you know, I've been kind of taking it for granted. And it's like, I've, I've been trying to really better myself in, um, you know, looking back at those memories and making sure that I'm not, not forgetting those, those good times, those bad times, because, you know, you can, you can kind of get in your own thoughts with this whole quarantine thing. And it's like, you know, um, you know, taking those negatives and turning them into positives and other thing, you know, and it's like, that's along with, along with not taking anything for granted, because, you know, you could take that as a negative and just say, like, oh, crap, I, I didn't do this, I didn't do that. And it's like, well, I think it's just being grateful for the things, all right? Just having the sense of gratitude for the smallest things, the things that, you know, just don't pop out right away, right? Mm -hmm. Like the smallest things as I'm great that we have a roof over our head. We have water that we can drink from. Like there's a lot of things that you just kind of don't, it's just subconscious. You just kind of go about your day. But when when things are stripped away, that's when it's exposed. That's when it's light is shown on it, and it just that's when you kind of know 
and kind of going off that just, you know, different ways that you can create gratitude is just by being grateful for the things you currently have. And then when you, when you have really big, you know, success in your life or whatever it may be, just yeah. remember what it was like before. And I think mm-hmm. by having that, you'll be better off in the future. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's, that's really powerful. And that's something that, you know, you can do, you know, can't sleep at night. Think about all those great memories. And it's just like, you know, everyone has those, those memories where they laughed out loud and couldn't stop yeah. laughing. Everyone has those memories of, you know, bad times. Everyone has right. memories of good times. It's like, you know, think about them. Don't forget them. It's like, right. you know, those are, those are big, big moments in your life. And those, again, those, those add to your canvas and they, they make you who you are. So don't shy away from them. Don't regret it. You know? Heck yeah. Well, that was, if anybody's still listening through this, I just want to say congratulations because yeah. we went through a whirlwind of that was. different topics and things like that. Um, yeah. Um, for if people listening still, um, if you want to kind of give out your information, if they want to get in contact with you or anything like that, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Like through, you know, social media and things like that. Yeah. Um, so currently actually my Instagram is down, but, um, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter, um, I'm on Snapchat. Um, but yeah, if honestly, I feel comfortable giving my phone number out. Um, if you ever want to talk to, talk to me or talk to, um, you know, feel like, feel like you're overwhelmed with anything. Um, mm-hmm. like I said, I, I love giving, um, giving myself up and, um, helping anyone through, yeah. through whatever it is. So, um, yeah, I think it's Krupke four on, on Instagram. I think it's Krupke underscore four on Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Um, and Twitter, I think it's Krupke something. I, it's, so, uh, yeah. it's all about the same, You'll but, find it. but, um, no, seriously, if you, if you want to reach out to me, it's seven, six, three, six, eight, eight, one one eight two. Feel feel free um, to reach out. I'm uh, I'm always available to talk. I'm, I'm always looking for for new interactions. Um, but yeah, I, I would love to talk to new people. It'd yeah, be great. That that's awesome. So I appreciate everybody listening again. Uh, Guardian Thoughts is all about you know creating the looking at the bigger picture, uh, creating opportunities, looking through life at through different lenses having different perspectives, talking, discussing through different concepts and ideas. And it was a heck of a time here talking to Marcus here. Yeah, it was. It, it was just, we just dove into everything. So um, I enjoy, or I actually challenge, you know, whoever is listening to this, I hope, hopefully think that you guys kind of took this conversation and applied it to your own life and thought about it internally for yourself. So at least you guys can get some value out of it. Um, but until next time, you know, just keep living, stay happy and grow. Absolutely. All right. Cheers.